What's up, everybody? We've settled into a groove now with this whole coronavirus thing. And this podcast was intended to provide updates for you along the way. And actually, right now, we just don't have any earth-shattering updates to give you. So I started thinking about what's the point of having a podcast if we're not going to use it to provide something to you, the members. So what I'm going to do is try to use it to educate and make you better as athletes in addition to the wads. So the next question came up, what's the point of having a podcast and one of the fittest women in the world as a coach if we're not going to put the two together, right? So I'm excited about this. This is the first podcast that's been done to try to educate you on something other than updates with the coronavirus situation. And Coach Michelle is going to jump on and give us some feedback from her perspective as a games athlete. Now, when she does, keep in mind that we're doing this virtually, so there's a little bit of background disturbance, but try to sift through it because what she says is phenomenal, phenomenal. And you need to take something away from every single word that she says, except for the part about how I'll never be as good as her. Forget that, okay? But here we go. I'm going to try to give you something that's worthwhile. Hope you enjoy it. Over the next couple of weeks, I'm going to try to talk to you about something that may sound like it's getting outside of what you may have expected when you show up for class. And that's because it's exactly outside of what you would expect when you show up for class. Okay, I'm not going to harp too much on it on the front end of this because I'm going to play it out and give you bits and pieces as the days go on. And because I'm excited that Michelle took time out to answer some questions today. And I want the bulk of this podcast to be her words, okay? But to kick it off, as an athlete, you have certain levels of needs to make you the best athlete that you can be, okay? And I'm not talking about the pyramid of you know, nutrition and all that other stuff. Those things are given. What I'm talking about is flexibility, mobility, strength and balance, work recovery, and skill, okay? And skill being the pinnacle of the pyramid. But if you know anything about pyramids, if skill is the pinnacle, then that means that the foundation is flexibility. Yet when you show up and you walk into class and we as coaches stand in front of the whiteboard, the TV, even as we've been in quarantine and we're delivering these videos, what we're providing you is skill. We're providing you coaching on the movements with the expectation of you performing them optimally based on the movement pattern, right? So we might give you some mobility work. We lead you through warm ups. So we give you some cool down kind of stuff. But what you're getting in that hour is the pinnacle of the pyramid. And it's only as you start to go through class and wad and wad and wad that we as coaches or maybe you as the athlete start to notice that maybe recovery is an issue or let's peel it back another layer. Maybe you need to get stronger. Whoa, what if maybe you have some imbalances? What if mobility is an issue? What if flexibility is an issue? We address those things as we see them, and our coaching staff is amazing, 
and has the ability to recognize and to provide feedback for you. But if we're being honest about it, where it all starts is at the skill level and not at the foundation of this pyramid for you as a total athlete. So I want to try to deconstruct that pyramid while we have time and we're at home. Okay, we're obviously still going to be putting out workouts. We're going to put every effort we have into the movement patterns and the warm-ups and the cool-downs and all that stuff. But just from a messaging standpoint, from an education standpoint, I want to start to talk about reshaping the way we approach this and reshaping the way we think about some of these things. I'm guilty of looking at a workout and knowing that it's going to require me to compensate for my imbalances or that my lack of mobility is going to make it difficult for me to perform it as smoothly as it should be. But I know that when three, two, one, go happens, it's easier to plow through it and grin and bear and then maybe ask later about how could I have done it differently, right? So I want to take this time over the next couple of weeks to start educating and breaking down the pieces of this hierarchy of needs for you, the athlete, so that when we reopen, you've got a different mindset and maybe make better decisions for yourself about how to perform better in that given day and in your journey overall, okay? I'll give you an example. Let's say you're doing a workout and you start to feel pain. What's the first thing you do? You go to a coach and you're like, ah, this kind of hurts. And we start to assess and we try to figure out why it might be happening. Maybe give some modifications in the moment. And we work backwards from there, right? Or let's say today is five rep max front squat. You only got three hours of sleep last night. You're sore from the past two days of workouts. But today says that you're supposed to set a five rep max. So obviously the only option for you is that you're going to go to failure for five reps, right? How many of us are guilty of that? How many of us look at that and like, ah, that's what it says. So that's what I've got to do. And you get that turtle shell or, you know, that dog pooping in the yard kind of thing. And that's your five rep max effort. And your body gets hurt. Your body is just broken down or... Never mind the fact that your numbers were probably subpar for what they could have been if you were fresh. But we don't give ourselves the, f- the flexibility of decision-making. We don't give ourselves the grace to walk in and be like, today's not my day. I'm just going to work up to a moderate five and call it a win. And that's what we have to reshape. Okay, so that's the point of what the next series is going to be about. Today I'm going to start on the pyramid with work recovery. That is the next step below skill. So I'm working backwards through this. And what better way to talk about recovery than to get the feedback of the fittest woman in the world that you and I know and may ever meet. So Michelle has made it to the games twice and currently sits as the 13th fittest woman in the world in her age category after the decision to be like, meh, I think I'll jump in, right? None of us can do that. What she has accomplished is something that is unmatched 
in our area, unmatched in our state. And very few people can say that they've done it in the totality of the CrossFit Games. So I've invited her on today to give some perspective on recovery as it relates to her at that world-class stage, but also as it relates to the rest of us. So as Michelle's getting situated here, I will go ahead and admit that, Michelle, I'm sorry, but I've gone on and on about your accomplishments already in the sport of CrossFit. I know that you love that. So you're welcome. (laughs) Um, But I also know from training alongside you that you haven't done this by wearing a vest for every workout or taking the prescribed weights, bumping them up. Um, And I feel like that's a pretty accurate statement. One thing that you've always harped on for me is recovery. And so I I wanted to start by um, giving everybody a chance to hear that quote that you said to me the other day from Matt Frazier, because it just kind of stuck with me. Oh, yeah. Um, I was watching the fittest the other night and it was in the final wad of the CrossFit games and he was behind. He had to win. Um, So he knew that and he knew it him himself that he had a minute rest in between three workouts. Um, But he knew that if they gave him one minute, he could be back to 95% capacity of effort. So um, that says a lot for recovery right there. (laughs) One minute to get himself back to 95% at the end of the CrossFit games. Yes. Um, After he's been through a lot. (laughs) That's where I start with you was asking from the perspective of being in the games, like the totality of the weekend the multiple workouts with the level of intensity and competition that's there important is recovery are you there yeah (laughs) okay sorry it's breaking up a little bit um well if you don't recover you will not perform bottom line um you have to know yourself and you have to be able to push your 100%, rest, do what you've got to do, and then come back and do it again. But you have to do it better. With each workout and across every day. Yes. Um, and none of us listening to this here can, can you know, compare to that level. Um, so knowing that you're following a program, um, currently a misfit athlete. Yeah. How is the programming preparing you for um, that type of intensity and the the needed recovery to perform at that level? Um, There are two things that stick out to me that I think are very important in their programming. Um, First thing would be the interval work. I think if you ever want to increase your recovery, do interval work. Um, It helps train your body to recover within a workout not not just saying outside of the gym there's there's two different types of recovery there's recovery within a workout and there's recovery within a wad um so you got to be able to do both um so the interval work definitely work for three minutes rest for two turn around do it again four more times um that trains your body to recover within a workout um, we do a lot of that. 
um, and they also program fasted cardio. And uh, these are typically on the off days. Um, I can't say that I, I do it every every off day that I do this, but I try to get in some of the fasted cardios. It's a longer um, bout of lower intensity work, but it just helps train your body to work through fatigue and flush out your muscles, get some of that junk out of your muscles, and so you can perform better the next day. So you mentioned, you know, recovery in a wad and then recovery on outside of the wad. Um, What's the difference between a rest day and one of these recovery days? Um, A recovery, I mean, we don't typically, I guess you wouldn't say we take a day off. We have active recovery days, which would be our Wednesdays and our Saturdays. Those are typically my off days, but still we're moving around. We're taking the dogs for a walk. We are, you know, going on a hike when we're able to do that again. Um, There is some type of movement. We're never just sitting still. So any type of movement can help with recovery, just flushing the muscles. And then, um, yeah, so that's about what we do on our off days. But you're not going for a five mile no, run. No, no, not going for a five, not even a two mile run. No, we're not running. We're not running. <laughs> uh, nice and steady, just an easy walk. Nothing crazy. Um, when it comes to recovery, especially outside of uh, the workout, when we were watching the qualifiers and you had all those workouts that you had to do and the stress of not knowing where anybody else was or anything like that. What, what impact does stress and, and mindset play on your body's physical recovery? Uh, Experience that at all? Yeah. Stress is huge. Um, first thing I would say, you have to know your body well enough to know when you have to back off some, um, like, uh, for example, I might have, six pieces on the whiteboard to do well I get into it and I take care of two or three of them body's not feeling quite right I might take out a couple pieces um if I need to but I'll I'll make those back up at some point it's just bottom line it comes down to having to know your body and not let that get into your head not let that get in your head knowing that it's so it's okay I mean not you're not going to feel a hundred percent all the time um so you got to know when to back off and when to push and then it all right. it's all going to even out in the end and that goes for in a workout and like you said there are days where you don't hold the fasted yeah stuff like that yeah so I think for any of us that have worked out beside you or watched you it's not really a secret that you recover really well um, <laughs> in that qualifier we we saw you finish 10 minutes and then repeat a workout and cut a minute of time which was awesome um but what are some ways that you as a world-class athlete recover um, in and out of wads 
Um, all right. Uh, outside of the gym is a long list. <laughs> <laughs> it is a long list. Um, number one on my list is sleep. And number two on my list would be nutrition. Those sleep and be, nutrition. Sleep and nutrition. Those are the top two of anything. Um, as far as other things, uh, I wear an aura ring. Um, this helps me track my sleep and my recovery. So that's the first thing I look at in the morning when I wake up to see how I slept the night before. Um, not to let that get in my head and say it's going to dictate how my workout's going to go, but it just, it's a good predictor of um, how I recovered through the night. Um, and I try not to let that get in my head too much because sometimes it'll tell me I slip like crap. Um, but I still, I usually don't adjust my workouts too much from what they need to be. Um, other things, I take CBD. I track my food constantly. Mobility, lacrosse ball work, foam roll, stretch, uh, Two to three times a month, I'm getting a massage, body work done, cupping. Um, I go to Muscle Works for that. Uh, acupuncture, chiropractic, as needed only. Um, I use red light therapy two to three times a week. Um, that works more at a cellular level when you're standing in front of the red light. So you're dealing with a different aspect of recovery there. It's the cellular level. Um, I have a lot of di li different little tools that I use. The sidekick tool for fascia, scraping, release, um, a TENS unit, tight muscles, any pain that I might have. You can pop that on your body anywhere and let that work on you. Um, but Again, number one and number two is probably the most important thing, and that's your sleep and your nutrition. And you got to realize and sleep and nutrition, and everybody recovers differently. So that's where you have to know your body. And I think, um, well, is there anything, I guess before I ask this next question, is there anything in, in a workout, is, is there anything to how you recover for example, we were doing thing you could yeah. insight. Is there is there something that you do or is that just a cumulative of all the other work put together? It's for me, I think it's just a cumulative of all the other work. Um, but it also depends on what the movements are too within the workout. Um, I have to know my strengths and my weaknesses and where I can push harder and where I need to back off a little bit. Um, most people know that probably gymnastics is not my forte. Um, it's not where I shine. I shine more on lifting the barbell and the heavier weights, moving them, whether it's a dumbbell or a barbell or a kettlebell. Um, so that's where I'm going to push a little bit harder is with the weight. And then I have to know myself enough to back off on certain areas. And, but still, you know, Working the interval work like we do um, has trained my body to be able to recover within a couple minutes and, and be back at, at close to full capacity. Right. And so for everybody listening here, I think there is a great deal of just like mystique and excitement about 
the level at which you perform. But the reality is that none of the rest of us are performing that level. If if we were, I mean, I'm doing your same workouts and I haven't been invited to the games yet. So there's clearly something more to it than just the workouts. Um, so for the rest of us who are doing this and, you know, are quarantined, doing workouts at home and that kind of thing, is recovery even relevant to us who are getting one home wide a day? That long list of sure. things that you that you put out there, like, should we be worried about any of those things? Um, I you should worry about a good portion of that list there. Yeah, um, you need to take care of your body. Recovery is for everyone, no matter what level you're at. But but again, mainly focus on that sleeping schedule and that eating schedule. Um, you know, you, you need to need to keep the schedule in order for your body to perform at its best. So yes, take note of some of the stuff that, that I've done and, and, and knock off a few of them. I'm not saying do the whole list of like 20 things. Um, but recovery is for everyone. And they don't want to feel like crap every day going into a workout. Um, so they need to stay on top of things and take care of their bodies and, and learn their bodies. I think that's the key point right there is we, uh, we need the workouts right now to feel better because a lot of us are under strain and stress that we didn't expect, expect to be there. You know, like it's just a weird time. And if the workouts are going to be that release for us, then why walk around feeling terrible and doing the workouts? Yeah. You, I mean, a workout is stress in itself to your body in a different way, but you don't want to compound that and make it even worse. So, so take care of your body. I couldn't agree more. Um, I appreciate you taking time to do this and jump on here for the members. Uh, Is there anything else that you have any secrets you want to give me to make me better than you real quick or nope. We're just going to hold that. That's not on the table. (laughs) Very cool. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) thanks enjoy your day all right bye-bye all right bye and there you have it if a world-class athlete focuses so much on recovery to make it to the big stage then why do the rest of us not need to focus on it and you heard what she said we are under stressful times right now it's like an extra load on our body while we're doing these workouts why would you want to walk around feeling like crap. A lot of us use workouts to relieve stress. But if you think about it, just like Michelle said, workouts are nothing but intentional stress, maybe even the highest form of intentional stress. So if that is your release, that is where you get rid of all the other stuff that's weighing you down during the day. Why not go through the extra steps to make your body feel better? Like I said, over the next several weeks, we're going to try to break down this pyramid. Going to try to educate you, reshape the mindset about how we approach exercise and these workouts and our overall need as an athlete while making ourselves better as a healthy human. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Shoot Michelle a thank you. Ask her any follow-up questions. Maybe post them in the page too because there's probably people who are wondering the same thing. But guys, keep getting after it. Keep your head up. Think about this in a bigger picture than just whether or not 
you did a good workout in a given day. We're going to get through this. We're going to get better today. We're going to get better tomorrow. We're going to be better in two weeks. We're going to be better in eight weeks. We've got this and we're going to do it together.